Yo, what's going on, my comedy crew? It is C-Dubs here, back with another episode of Thanks for the Beers. Thanks for the Beers! So, as always, um, like I said, it's it's myself, C-Dubs here. We got Matt, Joe, Joe B, all in the house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vin- Vincenzo uh, cannot. He's on paternity leave. Yeah, he's on patern- maternity or paternity leave, whatever paternity. it is. Unless, yes, <laughs> unless he had an operation, we don't know about. He's Vinny now has a uterus. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry yeah. for my. Yeah, I should have. I should have invested in hooked on phonics when I was a kid. That's um, uh, okay. So I think we're gonna round it off. Uh, Joe and Matt, what are you guys drinking? Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I'm drinking a mason jar of vodka, uh, and there's some tonic <laughs> water in there. And uh, some ice cubes, which are melting fairly nicely into the drink. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I was going to go up um, to the liquor store here and get like a nice a nice uh, glass of wine, you know, a nice bottle of wine for the show. And then I said, you know what? We're talking about a, a subject that um, is more conducive, I think, to, to vodka in a mason jar. So. Um, yeah, I just stuck with that. And plus the weather's nice out. It's the type of weather where you can drink vodka out of a mason jar and not feel like an alcoholic. You're just you're just, you know, enjoying a nice summer's drink. At least that's what I've heard in rehab. <laughs> what what was that? <laughs> I said at least that's what I've heard in rehab. Yeah. MIA meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's funny yeah, it was, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> what are you drinking, Joe? Uh, I have. I got a lot of sentimental feelings coming up with Vinny holding his uh, newborn child. So. Wow. Um, Still isn't I have one of Vinny's favorite. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh man, yeah. that's a little peanut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vinny, if you uh, if you're listening, you're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> I love your child. I love him. I'll I'll be there to support him uh, in any endeavor he needs because according to my sources, you're fucking dead to me. Go on, Joe. Yeah, so I'm feeling sentimental about it, and uh, I have one of his favorite beers over here, and it is the Harpoon UFO. I'm sure if you guys had it, but it is a unfiltered IPA, and it is delicious. Is it out of this it world? It's so good. It up. Oh. Dude, let me tell you, it's from the last episode. That's how good it is. Damn. Wow. Damn. That's nice. I think we've, uh, you know, I, I think Vinny's fridge has amassed a, a nice collection of uh, of uh, pre uh, Thanks for the Beers episodes alcohol. One day we should just backlog all of it and drink it on an episode. <laughs> just everything we yeah, have put in that fridge. Um you know, pre-episode be a nice mix. Yes. Chris, uh, are you drinking anything this week? Or are you still doing that awful thing where you don't drink all the time? No, I decided to crack a beer. I'm drinking. Oh, a, thank God. Oh, I'm drinking a Warsteiner. That's in Zig Wachow. Ironically, I just looked at the date, though. I must have bought this a while ago. This is best before August 11th. So let's take, let's, take a, let's take a sip here. I'm sure it's uh, not. Oh, my God. It tastes like Anne Frank's Attic. 
<laughs> oh my god oh my god pre-year book or post-year book oh i think uh, maybe oh, a little bit of both it's like the first it was pre and the, the swallowing was post oh my Shit. goodness oh my goodness oh, anyway those, those aren't um, yeah. rats up there honestly no no those yeah. are... i always confuse this is something our viewers can now know and uh, rain on me for if they ever so choose. I constantly confuse Helen Keller and Anne Free. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. I'm not doing it to be funny. Uh, I mean, I've been to the Holocaust Museum. Matt. I'm very sensitive to it. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't I, have a logical I, explanation. I think we can all agree that if I think we can all agree the Germans would have found Helen Keller immediately. <laughs> well, I don't know. I heard, I heard she's pretty quiet. So I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, to herself, maybe. <laughs> she's hiding, in, standing in the middle of a room with her eyes open, uh, and she thinks she's hiding. It's fucking. It's a, why is there a Clydesdale in your attic? <laughs> Just flopping um, around like a fish. That's okay. What what did I get confused on the? I got confused. Uh, two. What are the two things? It was a proctor and a, uh, and, a uh, and a proctologist. A proctologist. Yes, all three. Of them. <laughs> one had a pitchfork. One had a finger. And the other one just. I don't know what the other. Okay. One was, all of them are a good time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All so, of them. All of them are digging for gold. I would. Uh, hey, hey, Matt. Um, would you friend zone Helen Keller? <laughs> Uh no, actually, she'd be the first. <laughs> she'd be the first girlfriend that I'd probably win an argument with. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you're, you're three grunts for no. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. For maybe. Well. If you want to go to Applebee's tonight, babe. Unfortunately, this may be our last episode of Thanks for It's definitely our last episode. I don't know what foot we were supposed to start on, but in the hand Frank it just, Keller one. It, it just took a left turn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the really need him? But I, on, you know, I, I was reading something the other day that, um, well, we, I guess we could start here. Um, <laughs> Yeah, let's start right there at yeah. the bottom of the cliff. Go on, Chris. <laughs> yeah. um, I was. Uh, it had something to do with uh, friend zoning, and it kind of like piques my interest. So, uh, like, have has anyone? He, I'm sure, at least one of us has been friend zoned at least once in our lifetime. Do you agree? No, never. Every girl I've ever met has an insensible sexual appetite towards me. Uh, one that that just you know cannot be cannot be sufficed by any modern technology. They're just any girl that's ever made eye contact with me instantly falls in love. Yeah, of course I've been friend zoned. Everyone's <laughs> been friend zoned. It's the worst thing that can ever happen to a guy or girl. Uh, it's pretty terrible. Most of them were in my younger days, Chris. Uh, mm. I don't know if you agree with this. You go through uh, an age and a time, probably from like high school. And I was a fat boy in high school. So I was funny, but I was like the guy the girls like to hang out with for his comedic wit and banter. Uh, not so much for the looks. Then, of course, I got insanely sexually attractive, uh, much comparable to, you know, a Brad Pitt or a Leo DiCaprio. 
but for years after, you know, losing weight and becoming this sexual Adonis, I still had that complex. So I would constantly uh, reach this friend zone with girls, probably some of it to do with me and my approach and some of it to do with them, you know. But, um, yeah, it was definitely like a, I would say like an early 20s thing. And the best way to combat that is to say, you trying to fuck? Um, That's what I've found. No, no, not you guys. That's not. No, not not even uh, that's one not time. the great. Yeah. OK. Um, no. So uh, Matt, Matt, I had a chick yeah. uh, leave me uh, one time because she wanted to find God. And it turns out that God's name is Tim and he lives in South Carolina. So no, oh, that didn't happen well, to me. <laughs> yeah. Tim, I'm sure, is very Old Testament. And, uh, you know, I'm sure while they were banging in her bedroom, a cross fell off his wall. So in one way, she did find God. Um, she probably screamed his name a couple times. Um, it happens, man. It happens to the best of us. It happened to me a bunch. Uh, yeah, again, in my early 20s. Um, it's just something as I've gotten older, I kind of <laughs> I kind of asked from the get go. You know, you get friendly with a girl, and I kind of just hit him with a like, "So, what are we doing? Here? Are we are we about it, or are we not about it? Let me know because I, I'm either taking the parkway here, I'm getting off, and I'm taking the back roads. And uh, nice. you let me whether know whether it's worth paying toll on. <laughs> do you do you normally talk to chicks very far away that you have to take a toll to get to? <laughs> no, I was just using a Jersey analogy that only four people will get, and two of them are you guys. <laughs> no one else listening who's not very familiar with Jersey would understand what I was just saying. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I don't know, man. Uh, I think I I know yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I did in high school a lot. That was pretty much. Um, because I always had girls that were friends mm-hmm. in high school, and I used to do this vicious cycle where I would be friends with them for like a little while, and then all of a sudden you get that like you start falling for them a little bit, and you're like, "Oh God damn it!" Like God you're like, "No, not it. right now," you yeah. know. And then you're like, "I like them, and I gotta, you know, maybe I should ask them out." And then you do, right. and then they're like, "Listen, like I really like you, but like you know, you're just such a good friend. I don't want to lose you." But <sighs> And then you're just sitting there, you remain friends, not a big deal, whatever. It never really happened to me in the um, the dating pool once I got older because I kind of put it out there, like, you know, right up front, like, look, this is what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for yeah. friends, whatever. Yeah. But I used to have people still ask me if, like, we didn't work out. They'd be like, we can't. I remember one time this, this girl <laughs> straight up was like, we can't even be friends. I was like, no. No, no. Like, I'm so goes, glad you not? said that. Yeah. She goes, why not? I'm like, I I have enough friends. I have I don't enough be... friends. Yep. It's like if I didn't want to hang out with you to date you, what makes you think I want to hang out with you just as friends? And don't get me wrong, there's great friendships that start that way, and that is right. perfectly fine. But that was not what I was looking for. Nope. I was looking for a significant other, and this person wanted to be. She also wanted to go on her first date. We wanted to be on a fucking hike, which no. First of all, no. like, let me tell you one thing. 
serial killers in today's day and age would thrive right now because oh people... yeah I love, girls love going on oh my god could you imagine ted, ted bundy today oh he'd oh my eat. god literally, literally he'd eat. um he'd have this he'd have the six infinity stones of killing people already <laughs> Chris, you just said the exact line i've said to many girls and people like girls who listen to this are going to be like he's just bitter or he's an asshole He's too, and it's the opposite of actually my personality with girls. I'm actually very, people who listen to this podcast won't believe it, but I'm very like laid back, not, um, not submissive, but like, you know, I, I let things happen naturally. I'm not the, as boisterous and upfront as I am, say, on this podcast, but that is something you do have to know fairly quickly if you do have feelings for a girl. And when they say uh, at this day and age, when a girl that I know I'm interested in, in more ways than friendship says, I just really think you're cool. I'd love to be friends. That is the exact line. Look, I got enough friends. I got too many friends. I wish I had less friends. I need to tighten my circle. That's not what I was looking for here. It's not. And then they always go, you're an asshole, blah, blah, blah. Like, no. I'm just saving us both time, effort, and eventual anger because we're clearly in this for two different things. I've had it on the other end. And that's why when a girl I know likes me for more than a friend and I don't like her in the same way, I really choose not to hang out with them, not because I don't enjoy their company, because I know it's not heading anywhere good. We're on, we're in it for two different reasons. There's no reason to waste each other's time. No one's getting younger. And yeah, it's just, um, it, it, you can come off like a dick, but you're really doing the right thing when you say that. Well, say yeah. That. And that's, I got that's, enough friends. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing that the younger generation and whoever, you know, listens to this, like, because I used to get the whole thing where, oh, but I didn't want to hurt your feelings. No, hurt my feelings. Hurt, hurt my feelings. Hurt tell me. Tell, yeah. tell me that you want to, you just want to be friends or you're not looking for anything, right? That's totally cool. I would rather you say that than some dumb shit where you lead me on for now. Obviously, I'm not, I'm not out there on the market, ladies. I got the hottest one. I'm married to her. So fuck off. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, anyway, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I don't want to be led on and continuing to have a conversation or vice versa, because I know other people do that to other people. And I get it. You don't want to hurt their feelings. But the thing of the matter is, would you rather rip the Band-Aid off all at one time or piece by piece? You know what exactly. I mean? Because eventually you're just going to get annoyed at the person and you're going to be like, look, I don't fucking like you like that. Now leave me alone. And now look. Yep. Now you're a dick. Down. You know, it's I've like been through it. We've been but, through um, it in that where you you can even be friends. Of, oh, I just like you as friends. OK, but then we went out for a steak dinner last week. So I thought that changed things when I paid the bill. You know, yeah. there's misunderstandings and, and there's waste of time and money. And it, once emotions get involved, it's already too late. Um, you um, know, I, I, I had someone <laughs> I was a girl I was uh, really into um when i was younger in my early 20s and we spent tons of time together and uh you know um i ended up getting feelings for her she didn't feel the same way and it became uh just a, a toxic friendship where we were always getting mad at each other for that reason of like she 
didn't want it to be more than that. I wanted it to be more than that. And it's just a sloppy mess, man. And it's, it's better off again, just being honest with each other. And the best is when ex-girlfriends do it. You know, when like a girl, you break up with a girl or they break up with you and they're like, but I still want to be friends. Like, no, no, like, trust me, that's a road uh, that many have tried to travel and there's been no survivors. You know, it's 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 uh, it's the route 66 of uh, of relationships or friendship. You're not you're not very few have done it. And the ones that have done it you know, more power to them, but it's going yeah. over Niagara Falls in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> well, I think, really... it's the, I think the ones that end up being successful on it are the people that actually started as friends, they date, and then they turn around and they go, what are we doing? Like, we're not right. good like this. We're better as friends. Right. And then they can successfully do it. If you go into it first, head over heels for the person, and then on the back end, you know, you have this nasty breakup, and yeah, they want to be friends with you. I used to have that shit happen all the time. Can I be your friend? No. What no, do you mean? No, no. You no. fucked another person while we were together. Why the fuck would I yeah. want to be your friend? Yep, yep. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, yeah. friend quality. But, uh, yeah. Terrible. Number one, terrible, <laughs> terrible yeah. friend quality. I wouldn't put you down as a reference. The fuck yeah. out of here. <laughs> uh, but, um, but Joe, have you ever had to deal with that? I didn't like, know there a was zone? a friend zone. I didn't know that there was a friend zone until TV. <laughs> You know, I mean, I really felt like Britney Spears and I, we had a connection. Uh, she just wasn't returning any of my calls. Uh, um, and then Christ. her manager of her fan club called and started sending notes that was like, hey, leave her alone. It was this whole thing. She was misunderstood. Yeah. yeah. I, I, think I, I, just, I think I think uh, it was entirely misunderstood on your behalf. <laughs> I don't was think one I, more time <laughs> written about you secretly, Joe? <laughs> one more time was written about Yeah. yeah and you know what? She, she is that innocent. <laughs> now, Joe, in fairness to Britney Spears, did she ne- did she ever respond to those letters you wrote her with cut up magazine uh, letters? No, or, think, or no, no. I think it was my grandma just writing them back to me. Oh. Now that I'm thinking about it, it was sealed with a kiss. And I don't think she wears that shirt. I used to I used to say to people, I was like, you know, way before I met my wife, I used to say, I was like, you know. These girls out here don't know how handsome my grandmother says I am. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, That's fantastic. Joe, to spin off your thing, there's actually, and I don't even remember her name. She performed at Lollapalooza this year, but I was at a party, and this girl uh, was performing at Lollapalooza. I don't know her name. She's probably famous. Um, I'm assuming since she was performing but I was joking about how cute she was, and the girls at the party were like, "You should hit her up." And I'm like, "We're in the day and age where I can." So I went on Instagram Messenger, and I go, "I would love to take you to the Applebee's of Paramus. Just let me know <laughs> what works for you." Um, you know, March is pretty open for me, so like, if you wanted to do a Friday or Saturday, and sadly, she never responded. But I, I'd like to think that you know she got the message Aww. and sent. Good for this guy, you know. He he shot his shot, and he did it with uh, you know, with an Applebee's, which what a uh, sweetheart. Hey, yeah, hey, what, d- hey, I'm, hey, a, I'm hey, a hopeless you, romantic. First of all, don't don't be hating on the Applebee's, okay? You know where I used to take dates back in the day. <laughs> you're, Fucking you're the back of your car. No, 
Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, Muldoon's. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, oh. so bad, so bad to the I point that, well, no, 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 that. no, here's my, th- here's my thought process, though. It actually was thought out very well for the other person, right? We, this right. is when, this is when online dating was like just booming. It wasn't right. crazy popular, but it was starting to gain popularity. Uh, when I moved back to New Jersey, I had no friends. I yeah. had no one to really meet. And I'm not, I'm not the type, the only place I could meet people was the gym. And I'll be honest with you. I'm not the type of dude that goes up to a girl when she's working out to try and hit on her. Nor should you be. Yeah, no, it's weird. It's It's unless she unless she comes up to you, that's a totally different story. But if you're one of those guys, it's like I'm going to try and pick this chick up at the gym. Shut the fuck up and work out. I'm tired of it. Anyway, so I joined Plenty of Fish back when it wasn't (laughs) when it wasn't when it hold on when it was when it was good. Because there was okay. a time when it was good. Now it's just a barely yeah. bucket of trash. But um, so my thought process was: look, we'll meet. It's very public. That mm-hmm. way, if I get catfished, whatever, at least it's in public, and I won't get like murdered at somebody's house or vice versa. Right? They don't know me. Maybe I have people as lampshades in my living room. They don't know. But you know, <laughs> so it was like it's a very public place. Uh, Muldoon's actually had some pretty good food. Like it wasn't like shitty. They it was it was pub food, you know. And who doesn't like to have a beer and sit at a bar and talk? So yeah. that's what it was. And, then, and here's the thing: once you once you continue on, ladies and gentlemen, then you start taking them to the nicer places. But in yeah. the first, the first three dates is Applebee's, Chili's, Muldoon's, movie, Netflix. Get out of here. <laughs> See, uh, Chris, what you did is you just swindled our audience by knowing that they don't know Muldoons and what Muldoons <laughs> is. And so what you wait, tried wait, to wait. do essentially uh, is you just tried to catfish our hold audience. Hold on, hold on. So let yeah. me explain to the audience. The Muldoons is a place mm-hmm. where we all it's it's a place inside the mall. The Rockaway Mall. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. it's it's right yeah. before the Macy's. <laughs> it's yep, an yep, Irish sure pub. Is. Yep, and I will tell you that the wait staff there actually thought that I was a gigolo at one point because, mm-hmm. and not not I'm not proud of that because, listen, it was getting to the point where I realized that I was starting to take every date to Muldoon's, and I was like, oh my god, like, and I was mm-hmm. Matt, I was going on like three dates a week, mm-hmm. so it was getting pretty bad. Um, but it was it's one of those places where. You're walking through the mall and you're like, I'm hungry, but going to a nice restaurant around the mall isn't isn't sufficient, and going to the food court isn't sufficient. So Muldoon's it's like one the happy step up from the food. Yeah, it's one yeah. step up. Uh, I'll tell the audience this: there might be nine people at Muldoon's right now, but there's only four teeth in there. Uh, yeah. It yeah. is. It is not. Um, yeah. It, you might be in New Jersey, but the minute you enter Muldoon's, you are in the backwoods of Kentucky. Also, and I hope, uh, you know, <laughs> may the odds forever be in your favor. Yeah, well, most people went to Muldoon's, Matt, and this will be a little inside joke. Uh, mm-hmm. Most people went to Muldoon's because they couldn't get seated at Friendly's. <laughs> yeah, it. it was. It was backlog. You know, that's real talk. It was backlog from Friendly's. It was like, oh, the wait's, the wait's too long for the fribble. So we'll go to Muldoon's. We can get you in at Thursday for your table of four. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, oh, tonight's moonshine night? Great. Yeah, I heard the owner (laughs) makes it in his bathtub. Oh, it's homemade. Fantastic. (laughs) 
Look at that. Joe, did you did you ever see that a human in the mall? There. You remember no, that? No, I oh, thought it was oh, Ruby right. Tuesday. No, it was friendly. It was uh, right across from GameStop. Where like yep. the friendlies was, you go to like sit down, bro. They were like backlogged for like weeks. <laughs> you oh, could just man. stand outside, like, can I just get a table of two? They're like, Yeah, next month. <laughs> yeah, you went on friendlies with like uh like what's a um it was like trying to eat at the four seasons basically. Yeah, it, was trying, yeah. it was trying to eat uh, uh you know, it was trying to get into um like roots on, on a Saturday night <laughs> yeah. or like a you know, a real fancy steakhouse or what's what's that Asian place all the rappers go? It was uh, like trying to trying Zaki? to go, <laughs> no, I, I, I can't remember it right now. I can never remember things while we're actually on air, but it's like that. It, it, you would have thought Friendly's was like a five star restaurant. It was like a um, demolition man where Taco Bell becomes the five star restaurant. That was <laughs> that was the Friendly's of the Rockaway Mall in the nineties and early two thousands. It was like, yeah, Friendly stepped their game up or something. They got they got fresh lobster in the night. Like, yeah, they didn't even they didn't have well. Yeah. yeah, no, they didn't even have that yet. They didn't even Nobu. have that. Nobu was what I was No, they about. didn't even have the uh, the super melt yet. They just had regular. Yeah, it was burgers. way before the super melt. <laughs> they, oh, they, so they just had a super disappointing experience. That was what they were offering at the time. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but going back to the friend zone thing, man, here's a story. I, I got a story for you guys. I'll tell. And this is a classic example. And it's going to make me look like a terrible person. But I'm willing to sacrifice this for the show, much like uh, Chris was willing to sacrifice possibly losing his spleen in Muldoon's <laughs> to, some fucking, to some fucking banjo-toting jug- meth junkie. Uh, I'm willing I'm willing to say. So there was a girl, uh, again, uh, who who was really into me that I saw her more as a friend. And so we lived in that awkward friend zone where I knew she had other intentions, but would like awkwardly laugh or, you know, um, pretend I was on my phone in scenarios when I knew, you know, it was, it was just awkward or just us. Um, but you always reach a point where, you know, you're hurting the other person by, keeping them in this friend zone and that night was a night that we were all out at a bar me her and a bunch of friends uh and i ended up hooking up with her friend and not only hooking up with her friend but we actually made out on the hood of her car while she waited for me in the car to drive me home um so that's why you shouldn't friend some people because one day you'll make (laughs) out with their best friend on the hood of their car while they sit in the driver's seat waiting to drive your drunk ass home and you're not thinking about it because maybe you did like you know 10 lemon drop shots like you were at Muldoon's on a Tuesday and uh yeah so it never go whether you are the friend zone or the friend zoner it never works out uh in a good place because when you sober up the next day you go Oh, I'm I'm the world's worst human right now. Got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it, it, I think, Chris, back to your point. I think that that to, like I got enough friends. I people will hate it when they hear it, 
and later they'll respect you for it because yeah, it, it's just not it's just not going anywhere good. You just got to be honest from the start. <laughs> all jokes aside, if you have feelings or you know that person has feelings, you got to say what is this? This is how I see it. If you're not totally in line with this, then let's just you know maybe send me like a meme on Instagram from time to time. But other than that, we're yeah. just uh, you know we're just basically, um, you know, going around in circles here. Yeah. Like uh, I give, I give you a perfect example, right? Like I was talking to this girl this one time and she did send me a meme on Instagram and I open it. Now I hadn't talked to her in a while. Cause I was like, listen, like, I think we should just be, you know, she was like, I think we should just be friends. I was like, nah, I don't really want to do that. So she sends me the meme and I open it. And right there, the meme was like the mailbag. Wow. Jesus, I wasn't even ready for that. I wasn't ready. I was about to go on plenty uh, of fish. Don't check my plenty of fish. Uh, so I had a plenty of fish back in the day when it was cool sea dubs. And uh, fun fact, it got hacked. And I tried to get it canceled, and it it was just a bitch. But then it was crazy. The overwhelming amount of like decent, like very pretty girls that were liking my plenty of fish, thinking it was me. Only to obviously get hacked, but I just kept it because that's kind of cool. At least I know these girls are into me. So I just let it stay up and I let all these girls get hacked because at the end of the day, at least I know these hot chicks are into me. I can't respond to them and tell them don't click that link that fake Matt's about to send you. But it was a nice ego boost to keep around. Hey, I always promote Match.com. So... Anybody listening, that's how I met my wife. So Yeah, well that's how I it met works. the vampire chick. So yeah. Well yeah, you, you can well you traveled a really long time for that. That was you know, you were let's go to fucking LaGuardia or wherever she was <laughs> Staten Island. Same thing. Exactly. They're both exactly. they're both a dump. They're exactly. both a big garbage dump. Exactly, Matt. You gotta search in New Jersey. Get a twenty mile radius. I friend. didn't know social media at the time, Chris. <laughs> I didn't know social dating. I'd never done it. I thought you had to drive and be cordial and no. let no. your car warm up no. while a girl. You meet him teeth in you, your fucking You meet him at Muldoon's. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we got in the mailbag if, if a girl bites your lip in Muldoon's that's just par for the that's not you know you're like you just blink an eye there you just go another another love match at Muldoon no that's well nine times out of ten it's just them asserting dominance <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they normally don't have rabies that's the good thing Muldoon's felt that they go <laughs> 28 days without anyone needing a rabies shot here. <laughs> Joe, what do we got today? All right. Today's uh, mail-in comes from Rich from Virginia. And it's always funny if someone were to say, like, just call yourself Dick. It's hilarious. <laughs> Dick from Virginia sounds so much better. Yeah, Rich, Rich from Virginia. Like Dick anymore. Yeah, I I where did they, like, who... <laughs> Who looked at the like? Where does how is Dick the nickname of Richard? I just don't get it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who decided that once upon a time, but it was like mad cool back in the day, like Dick Van Dyke, right? Like uh, Richard yeah. Nixon, right? Went by Dick, like yo, that was, was the, like the move. It was the friendlies of it was the mall friendlies of the <laughs> who was the like, who was the Dick the the 
the Dick, uh, he was a detective, the comic. Dick Tracy. Dick, Dick Tracy. Tracy. There we go. He yeah. was the fucking man. Uh, who played? Uh, Warren Beatty played him in the movie, right? Like Warren <laughs> Beatty played him. Madonna yeah. was his love interest. Like, it was cool to be Dick. Nowadays, not so cool to be Dick. No, not even Nowadays, uh, that fribble has melted. It is not. <laughs> is the name Rich the original Karen? Oh. The original right, Karen? Are you calling him a dick? And that it's Karen, the original oh. Karen. Maybe that's oh. why. Yeah, maybe yeah. it was like, you know what? That Richard is just, oh, it's like he's a dick. And then it yeah. just stuck. <laughs> it is crazy. Ruined man. Like, life. Your name is Richard. You can go by like Rich or Dick. And some people were like, yeah, yeah, I'll go by Dick. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's like saying, hey, my name's Chris. Some people call me C-dubs, but my nickname is Omaha. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> I go by Matthew, Matt, or Anal Spelunking. You know, like, it's just like, <laughs> Let's just come up with the, you know, like yeah. to your point, what does Dick have to do with Richard? There's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's Rich from Virginia got to say there, Joe? Yeah. All right. So Rich says he's been catching up on uh, the C Dub's wedding episode, and it sounds like we had a healthy amount to drink. And his question to us is how drunk is too drunk at a wedding or a family gathering? Ooh. I'm Italian. There's no such thing as too, 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 too drunk is when uh, is when you're still drinking after the cops show up. Uh, yeah, so, the- <laughs> I, I will say I will say that Matt left a water bottle in our room after I was getting. Well, I was gonna change at, to go to the after party, and Matt and Joe came up to the room, and I was like, "Oh, is that a bottle of water?" And Matt just goes, "No." Gin. And then I <laughs> drank it and I was like, You had a crumpled up bottle of gin in your jacket? And he's like, Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> Where did I get that from? I have no idea. Uh, I don't know. Like something that. I would do. Uh, yeah, I'm Joe. Sure. Said to be kettle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it was Joe's. I think Joe was toting water bottles of alcohol. He used bootlegging basically during your wedding. He, he had the Muldoon's moonshine in his back pocket for anyone who was willing it was to like my, Well, did you see my fucking pops running around giving people little fucking airplane bottles of alcohol? I'm like, Dad, you oh, know it's yeah. an open bar, right? <laughs> if I had to, the nips were hilarious. Yeah, they hit di- those nips hit different, though. You know? Oh, God. Sure, I can get free top shelf alcohol from this bar. But if there's a Jack Daniels nip in this guy's back pocket for the last, you know, eight hours that's piss warm, I'd rather do that. Well, it's like every time I kept turning around to go say hi to someone, I come back to the, to the what is that, the sweetheart table, whatever it is, there's just a Jack Daniels nip and my dad goes, <laughs> <laughs> That's old school, man. That's hard. I respect that. Like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to a wedding with free alcohol, but I'm going to bring some nips. It's fuck that shit, man. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they could try and put lines in there, all kinds of fruit. I'm just doing yeah. straight up nips. I, I I respect that. Good for him, man. So uh, I was, I'm, I'm thinking. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm thinking too drunk at a wedding is when you start eating with your hands, <laughs> and I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are we eating? Like steak or spaghetti? Like what is the either? Yeah, it's, the it's worst so part is when you like you go up. You go up to like the buffet line and then you don't even use the tongs, you just start using your hands. And like, <laughs> that, dude, that was that was lasagna. <laughs> what are you doing? 
It's it's three hundred degrees. <laughs> the, especially when you're putting it on other people's plates. Like yo, trying to take oh. it and it. Here, I'll freak you one over to you. Too, I'll use my strong hand. <laughs> I would say too drunk at a wedding was um when you don't listen to your husband who tells you, hey, don't have that fourth drink because <laughs> it's going to hit you hard and you don't believe him. So you do. And then you are just stuck on repeat for the entire night because you blacked out a little bit. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. AKA, AKA my wife at one of her weddings, which honestly, she wasn't <laughs> even bad. She's mortified. She's going to kill me if she hears that I talked about this, but she's like, she's like mortified that she made an ass out of herself. And I was like, you didn't, you literally just kind of repeated the same thing like twice. And then that was it. It wasn't That's until she got home that I almost had to call like Ed and Lorraine Warren because the sound she was making when she was vomiting, bro, would have made Annabelle blush. <laughs> like, like, dude, she's sitting there just going, bro. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> like, are you okay? I was definitely was, terrified. But goes yeah. back to our paranormal episode. I go all of a sudden. I turn to Chris. I go, all right. I believe now, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm she's sorry. Like, Your wife's she's hovering. Yeah. So, so long story short, my wife doesn't really drink. She's a cheap date. She gets drunk off like two, three beers, and she never drinks liquor. So we're there in the hot sun. It's fucking August. <laughs> Like or July, actually, I think it's July, and it not this year, it was last year. And you know, we're sweating, we're drinking all day. The venue's outside, and she just decides, I'll have a vodka mule and then I'll mm. have four more. And yeah. I was like, You gotta be careful. And she's like, I know, I never drink liquor. And I'm like, So your choice was to drink four fucking vodka mules? Yeah, Jesus. Like, Jesus, but um. I'm trying to think if I've ever been like uncomfortably drunk at a wedding, and honestly, I I don't think I have. I I was pretty sober at our one friend's wedding. Like, I've been drunk at a wedding, but I don't think I've ever not blacked out at a wedding. Actually, (laughs) (laughs) did you black out at my wedding? Fuck yeah, man! (laughs) I'm just the king, as you guys know, if you listen to the podcast. I'm the king of holding it together while, but no one knows I'm blacked out. I don't know yeah. I'm blacked out. I had no it's idea. It's a surprise to everyone the next day. I think that answers the question, Rich. Um, yeah, Dick. There's your answer, yeah. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, guys, as always, thank you for tuning in. Share with your friends. Pass us around like a doobie. Get us out yeah. there. Pass this around like a dildo? Like what the yeah, I don't know where you were going. Yeah, there. I don't know where you, you were going. I spears earlier and I just thought, oh my God, girl. Jesus. I'm not a priest. Matt. Yeah, God damn, damn. damn. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, so send us around, share us. That's the only way we're going to continue to grow. Come and join the party at our Facebook page. Thanks for the beers. Matt, where can they find you if they want to join in? Anyway, you can find me, guys, <laughs> at the real Matt Lacasio on TikTok, where I post tomatoes. Uh, you can find me on Facebook <laughs> at Social Distancing Sessions. It's a great group. We have a lot of fun there. It's non-political. Everyone gets along, and we don't reference. And then on Instagram, uh, at In Home Trainer Matt. Um, and, you know, you can find my morning uh, wrap-ups there, and you can uh, see videos of Chris Belching. Yep. Yeah. Chris, if you wanna, where can they find you, bud? If you want to find me, you can. 
You can find me on TikTok at cdubs2697 if I'm still allowed to ever post again. Uh, and Instagram, you can find me, same thing, cdubs2697. YouTube, cdubs2697. Uh, Facebook, I think it's just my name, which is Chris Williams. Anyway, um, come follow me on those platforms. Follow along with us. Like I said, join the Thanks for the Beers official Facebook page. We post yeah, memes, yeah. Fit. We post memes, videos clips from our show and uh if you want to write into us uh follow the link on our facebook page and it'll give you the email and you can send us questions or just post them on the facebook page yeah so that's Word it up. ladies and gentlemen as always thanks for tuning in fucking what thanks for the beer. <laughs>